Hello and welcome to the Anishinaabe History Podcast. I'm Chris Waite. I've been trying to catch up on treaties in the last couple of weeks. I've read a bunch of them. I haven't read all of them because there's too many to get through in the short amount of time. I'm trying to get through them and understand them so I can share the information with whoever is listening and with whoever will listen. Talking about treaties, indigenous treaties in Canada isn't always easy. If the topic comes up, it's usually some misunderstanding about how native people got everything for free. That's something I've heard my whole life. You get trucks for free, you get free education, you get free houses, that sort of thing. But I don't want to get into that. A lot of this misunderstanding comes from, I think, an improper reading and interpretation of many of these treaties, because some of them talk about communities getting blacksmiths and a lot of money. Those happened in the States. The later treaties, like the one that I'm from, there wasn't a lot of money. It was $4 as opposed to, say, $6,666.66. But I don't want to get into that. Today, I just want to get into one treaty, an earlier treaty. And the interesting thing about these is many of these treaties, whoever signed them, whichever government and whichever Indian nation, they refer to earlier treaties. So one of the ones I'm going to today is the Treaty of 1752, which was a peace and friendship treaty in Nova Scotia. Treaty texts, 1752 Peace and Friendship Treaty. 1752 Peace and Friendship Treaty between His Majesty the King and the Jean Baptiste Cope. Transcribed from R.V. Treaty or Articles of Peace and Friendship renewed between His Excellency Peregrine Thomas Hobson Esquire Captain General and Governor-in-Chief in and over His Majesty's Province of Nova Scotia or Acadie. Vice Admiral of the same and Colonel of one of His Majesty's Regiments of Foot and His Majesty's Council on behalf of His Majesty. It is agreed that the Articles of Submission and Agreement, made at Boston in New England by the delegates of the Penobscot Norwich Woken St. John's Indians, in the year 1725 ratified and confirmed by all the Nova Scotia tribes, at Annapolis Royal, in the month of June 1726, and lately renewed with Governor Cornwallis at Halifax, and ratified at St. John's River, now read over, explained and interpreted, shall be and are hereby from this time forward renewed, reiterated, and forever confirmed by them and their tribe, and the said Indians for themselves and their tribe and their heirs aforesaid do make and renew the same solemn submissions and promises for the strict observance of all the articles therein contained as at any time heretofore that been done that all transactions during the late war shall on both sides be buried in oblivion with the hatchet, and that the said Indians shall have all favour, friendship and protection shown them from this His Majesty's government. That the said tribe shall use their utmost endeavours to bring in the other Indians to renew and ratify this peace, and shall discover and make known any attempts or designs of any other Indians or any enemy whatever against His Majesty's subjects within this province so soon as they shall know thereof and shall also hinder and obstruct the same to the utmost of their power, and on the other hand if any of the Indians refusing to ratify this peace, shall make war upon the tribe who have now confirmed the same, they shall upon application have such aid and assistance from the government for their defence, as the case may require. It is agreed that the said tribe of Indians shall not be hindered from, 
but have free liberty of hunting and fishing as usual, and that if they shall think a truck house needful at the river Kaibin Acadia or any other place of their resort, they shall have the same built and proper merchandise lodged therein, to be exchanged for what the Indians shall have to dispose of, and that in the meantime the said Indians shall have free liberty to bring for sale to Halifax or any other settlement within this province, skins, feathers, fowl, fish or any other thing they shall have to sell, where they shall have liberty to dispose thereof to the best advantage. That a quantity of bread, flour, and such other provisions as can be procured, necessary for the families, and proportionable to the number of the said Indians, shall be given them half yearly for the time to come, and the same regard shall be had to the other tribes that shall hereafter agree to renew and ratify the peace upon the terms and conditions now stipulated. That to cherish a good harmony and mutual correspondence between the said Indians and this government, His Excellency Peregrine Thomas Hobson Esquire. Captain General and Governor-in-Chief in and over His Majesty's Province of Nova Scotia or Acadie, Vice-Admiral of the same and Colonel of one of His Majesty's Regiments of Foot, hereby promises on the part of His Majesty, that the said Indians shall upon the first day of October yearly, so long as they shall continue in friendship, receive presents of blankets, tobacco, and some powder and shot, and the said Indians promise once every year, upon the 1st of October to come by themselves or their delegates and receive the said presents and renew their friendship and submissions. That the Indians shall use their best endeavors to save the lives and goods of any people shipwrecked on this coast, where they resort, and shall conduct the people saved to Halifax with their goods, and a reward adequate to the salvage shall be given them. That all disputes whatsoever that may happen to arise between the Indians now at peace, and others His Majesty's subjects in this province shall be tried in His Majesty's courts of civil judicature, where the Indians shall have the same benefit, advantages and privileges, as any others of His Majesty's subjects. In faith and testimony whereof, the great seal of the province is hereunto appended, and the parties to these presents have hereunto interchangeably set their hands in the council chamber at Halifax this 22nd day of November. 1752, in the 26th year of His Majesty's reign. This treaty also referred to earlier treaties that were signed in 1725 and reaffirmed in 1726. I'll go and have a look and see what those are and share that information with you as well. You might have noticed the artificial sounding voice. That was some AI text-to-speech software that I've been trying to use. I have a YouTube channel. It's on YouTube, Anishinaabe History Podcast. Some of these things are going on there. That's why I'm using the uh, text-to-speech software makes it a bit easier to get the text's information shared with more people, which is really what I want to do. That's all for today's episode. Stay tuned for more episodes in the future. I'm Chris Waite, and this has been the Anishinaabe History Podcast. <laughs>